We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. By any proper civilized standard, but what does that mean now? We are objects of horror. But our nerves are completely steady, and we are still alive. And this is from Pat Barker uh, from the book The Ghost Road. Hello, and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Gia, and today's theme is Overcoming PTSD or Post Traumatic Stress Disorder. And I'm Katie Chu. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you too can be part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Please donate today at bethestarur.org. And you can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no fees. Alrighty, so we're definitely covering a pretty serious topic today, uh, overcoming post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, And the definition of this is a condition of persistent mental and emotional stress occurring as a result of injury or severe psychological shock, typically involving disturbance of sleep and constant vivid recall of the experience with dulled responses to others and to the outside world. And so post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, often... Uh, afflicts those who have gone through some sort of trauma, some sort of uh, prolonged stress, uh, prolonged traumatic event. And it's a very unfortunate uh, affliction. And unfortunately, again, it it uh, happens to a lot of individuals uh, and has throughout history. And so it's had several different names, as Katie, you might know. Uh, I think in World War One, yeah, World War One, it was called shell shock, and then um, right. Yeah. right, yeah, and they called it uh, battle fatigue as well, I think, or war fatigue, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as we progressed, and there was never really a a concrete understanding on what exactly it was throughout sort of the early to mid twentieth century, and after Vietnam, after the Vietnam War, uh, we finally began categorizing it and really studying it to see that maybe we could find some sort of solution uh, or at least some sort of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, implement some sort of recovery Treatment. process. Yeah. yeah. And so, 
Uh, we've kind of gone over who has PTSD, right? Uh, mostly it, it afflicts soldiers. It afflicts individuals who have gone through traumatic events. And it afflicts, I think, it, it does strike uh, children as well. Anyone really who has unfortunately gone through a prolonged ordeal. And I know, Katie, you do... Aim to shoot a segment about careers and about helping people and about how you can, you know, build up your own career to maybe adjust stuff like this. And so who studies PTSD? You know, I think PTSD, as you mentioned, it's kind of a serious topic and it's something that people do have to study. And, you know, even as much as we didn't know a lot about it a long time ago, there are still parts of it that we don't understand. And it's not as though we have, you know, a pill or a certain therapy that works perfectly on people. So people are still constantly studying PTSD, offering treatments for it and trying to understand it to a greater extent. And careers in psychology are often appropriate for people who want to work with PTSD or try to work toward a solution for it. And, you know, naturally, a career as a first responder will have you working with people who are suffering from PTSD. But other career paths in psychology or counseling, such as counseling psychologists, school counselors, research psychologists, licensed counseling, social workers, and psychiatrists also work toward treatment plans and therapies that work for people who are suffering from PTSD. And for... For people who do want to study PTSD, you know, there isn't quite a field specific for this disorder, but definitely when you go into college, if you start working towards psychology and you really do have an interest in trying to help people with PTSD, then once you start toward the field of psychology and um, psychiatric treatment, then you can definitely know, become someone who helps people with PTSD or studies it. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And I think adding on to that as well, um, you can definitely get into it on your own. Or I know at my school, uh, they do offer AP psychology as a way to sort of uh, immerse yourself in the way people think or in the ways people, you know, interact with their environment. Uh, And Part of one of our studies was on post-traumatic stress disorder and what it sort of does, you know, what are the symptoms of this affliction and then how the, you know, the the psychological or the psychiatric community addresses it. And so they have a, I think they have a certified handbook that's been, of course, peer reviewed and reviewed uh, multiple times uh, with all of the kind of the, or not all of them, but a a list of sort of symptoms of PTSD and Mm -hmm. how to identify that in an individual. And so a psychiatrist, uh, someone who's gone through that training that you mentioned, might Mm -hmm. go through that list and try to identify different symptoms of PTSD and help, you know, start the individual in question, the patient on a path to recovery. And so I I know that that specifically is one method in which we can try to help or that psychiatrists can address uh, the problem of PTSD and how to, how to solve it (laughs) for each individual. Uh, But you know, how can Katie, how can the 
individual help? Like, how can the average, you know, layman help out with people who are afflicted? All right. Um, you know, for as far as any kind of disorder, really, not just PTSD, but when there are things that are in requiring or involving specialized fields, whether it's a medical problem or maybe it's a certain environmental problem that someone like you or me can't necessarily get our hands on, you know, be able to really treat people out there. But you can always help raise awareness, whether it's PTSD or some kind of other disorder or some other major issue. But you can raise awareness or try to volunteer with programs that try to help survivors, help people who are suffering from PTSD. And there are lots of programs like um, MOXA, M-O-C-S-A, which rely on volunteers to really help spread the word about recovery following sexual assault. And there are other projects such as the Wounded Warrior Project that also relies on volunteers to help support war veterans. Mm -hmm. So there are all kinds of, as you mentioned before, it PTSD is related to all kinds of events, any kind of trauma, and generally for each kind of trauma involved, for example, sexual assault, or whether it's um, some kind of experience from fighting in a war, regardless of what kind of trauma it is, there's often a separate organization for that kind of that kind of trauma. So over probably the last, at least last decades, there have been so many programs and so many volunteer organizations that have popped up that could always use more volunteers and always use more promotion to help raise awareness for the issue. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, go on. Sorry. (laughs) Go on. Go ahead. You mentioned earlier, and you kind of touched on it again, but, you know, PTSD was never really understood as PTSD, right? Mm -hmm. You noted how before it was kind of noted as shell shock and when it first kind of appeared, I'm sure, I mean, it appeared before the 1900s, but it became a lot more evident with the wars in the, in the 20th century. And as pe- at first, people weren't as willing to accept it or didn't know what it was, and it was kind of vaguely understood. And you were mentioning that handbook that's been edited so many times because at first, it they, pe- mm-hmm. they didn't really know what it was. Mm-hmm. Right, so... I thought it was just interesting that I think I also took AP psychology last year and I remember (laughs) PTSD was probably one of the disorders that has been, or the definition of which has been edited so many times over history, just because at first people thought it was, you know, stress or just regular stress and, or it was maybe it was seen as a weakness and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that I think that ties in as well to maybe some of the values that we, you know, societally we hold dear where we we do think, you know, there's this conception that if you are, you know, if you are suffering from PTSD, if you're suffering from trauma, that you are a coward or you're weak and that has maybe historically affected people's ability to see it as a real affliction or as a real, you know, disorder. People thought, wow, it's it's all in your head and you right. can overcome it. You know, you can overcome it just like that. But in reality, mental disorders and mental afflictions are just as real as any sort of physical trauma that somebody might be going through. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Kind of, I mean, even now, a lot of people don't really know it. Or mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just kind of think of it as something that comes from, you know, veterans who kind of struggle with it or they see it on TV shows where, you know, yeah. Yeah, some kind of thing. But yeah, I think it's something that needs more awareness. And as you mentioned, that maybe it has a lot to do with what we our values today but it's definitely you know improving our view of it and how we can treat it absolutely well thank you so much katie for this wonderful discussion that was so much knowledge about you know the career paths that you can take and the stuff that you can do to help with uh, alleviating ptsd listeners be sure to support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the be the star you are charity that brings you this program for more information on how to do this go to be the star you are.org and follow our blog i'm brigitte gia and i'm katie chu be the star you are founder and express yourself producer cynthia bryan has just authored a brand new book growing with the goddess gardener it's now available at cynthiabryan.com slash online dash store with 25% of proceeds benefiting Be The Star You Are and Express Yourself. Watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Keep listening as we discuss the issue of overcoming PTSD. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Katie Chu, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. Today's show is centered around overcoming PTSD. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Here to speak about the trauma recovery process is Rosemary Sort, a co-developer of Time Perspective Therapy, TPT. (laughs) Rosemary co-authored The Time Cure, The Time Cure Therapist Guidebook, Time Perspective Therapy, Transforming Zimbardo's Temporal Theory into Clinical Practice, Time Perspective Theory, and Living and Loving Better. She writes a popular blog column for psychology.today.com and contributes to both Appeal Power, a European Union online journal, and Psychology in Practice, a new Polish psychological journal. She is also the developer of AIDAS, um, sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right, uh, Mind Balancing <laughs> Applications, and this is found at discoveraidas.com, and that's spelled 
A-E-T-A-S. Um, <laughs> and in conjunction with Forum Media uh, Polska, uh, Rosemary conducts online TPT training worldwide. And with that, let's go ahead and welcome Rosemary right onto the show. Hello, Rosemary. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. This is I've been listening in and it's a fabulous show so far. Absolutely. We're, we're definitely excited that you think so, and we're glad to have you on today. Uh, so, you know, I'll just jump right into you know, kind of the theme of overcoming PTSD, as obviously you are an expert on the subject. And so, uh, Rosemary, can you tell us maybe uh, what is and what causes PTSD? Sure. Um, I think you may have covered some things earlier, but uh uh, PTSD is um, caused by a traumatic experience, or sometimes people refer them to to them as events in a person's life. Generally, um, their life may be threatened, or the life of someone else. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. sorry, um, or maybe it was life threatening for someone else. Mm-hmm. And um, this leaves the person feeling depressed and with anxiety, which is, uh, anxiety is like a fear of the future. And the future mm-hmm. can be like a minute away or it can be like an hour. It can be a year away. It doesn't matter. But, but it's some sort of fear of the future. And then also very stressed out. They're not handling things as well as they could in the past. So um, this is what comprises PTSD. And it's what it is. It's a it's a mental health. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that's. I think. I mean, even though Brigitte and I tried our best to kind of define PTSD, mm-hmm. in our you did a great I, job. No, but you. I think what you mentioned right now, kind of the fear of the future. That's something that we didn't really cover and we didn't really know about. But I can. Yeah. I, you. You're mentioning how it is a fear of the future but I was just wondering as you're talking about traumatic events can PTSD come from like come gradually not from one event but just from over time there can be like an overlaying of it of of, uh, um, something that happened to you seriously you know that that affected you and maybe you're okay but then the next thing happens and it kind of piles on so that mm-hmm. uh, that it is possible, you know, you can go years and years and think I'm okay, and then there's a, something that happens that's the straw that breaks the camel's back, mm-hmm. and you end up having it. So yeah, that is true. I did want to say though, you know, that uh, the, a traumatic event. And you covered part of this earlier. A natural disaster can cause PTSD, like mm-hmm. an earth earthquake or a, a hurricane, things like that. Um, a serious uh, car accident can cause it. Um, in fact, that's the number one cause of PTSD for men in the United States. If uh, that's taking away combat veterans or, or, or uh, military involvement, but just for civilians, that's the number one cause for men. Around mm-hmm. the world, it's the number one cause for men, as well. We've uh, discovered um, it can be caused by rape or mm-hmm. viol- violent personal assault, which I think you touched upon. And that is, for women in the United States, the number one cause of PTSD. Oh, the, se- the second cause for PTSD uh, in the United States for women is car accidents. Mm-hmm. So I uh, just wanted to uh, mention that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, uh, my 
I think one of yeah one of my family members uh, a few years ago she mentioned that uh, where she'd been in a serious car accident and there was that sense of you know that anxiety there that trauma and she didn't know what to do with it and so I will definitely let her know that you can oh. get PTSD oh, from absolutely mm-hmm. it's it, like I said it's the number one cause most of them, the clients that my husband and I saw suffered from PTSD. And if they weren't veterans um, from, you know, war veterans, then they were people suffering. Most of them were suffering from PTSD. But then as we get into um, treatment for their, like, car accident PTSD, Mm -hmm. um, little by little, you know, they come to to trust you because it's a safe place to talk. Um, So many people, men and women, had also suffered from um, abuse as children. It was mm-hmm. it was just mind blowing. Yeah, How absolutely. Rampant that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so unfortunate, and it's it's there. And I'm glad there are people like you and your husband who are working to help them recover. And so you know, I I wanted to know Rosemary as well. How do you find out? You know, initially, if you have PTSD, if, do you? Mm-hmm. Do you go see someone? Like, are there immediate symptoms? Well, let's take, um, uh, well, almost anything really, but a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. And you you may have flashbacks to that experience or um, intrusive thoughts, meaning you're trying to do something, but you keep thinking about that past experience. Uh, you can't get it out of your mind. Um, maybe you're having a difficult time sleeping uh, you want to kind of isolate yourself. These things are normal if you've undergone um, a trauma. It, the, the thing about PTSD is, and actually I should say, the first month that a person is suffering these things, it's expected. It's mm-hmm. called acute anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then if, if your symptoms last more than like a month, then you're entering PTSD territory. Uh, um, because PTSD can last, um, very unfortunately, a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, if, if you don't get a grip or if it, if it was so traumatic, you know, there's just yeah. no way you're ever going to totally get over it, but you learn to live and cope and do the best you can. Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I answer your question? Yeah, I think that was absolutely, that definitely <laughs> clarified it. And there are so many layers and... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just oh, what you said as well about you know suffering for a lifetime that must I can't even imagine it, and so you know it this sort of thing obviously PSD as you said stays with you for a long long time, and so if a person is diagnosed with PTSD and they're working maybe a a stable job and they have to report to their nine to five, do they inform their employer and, you know, can this employer ask them if they're taking medication, what type, no. what treatment they're going through? No, that shouldn't be uh, unless, no, actually that, that probably shouldn't happen. It's like a person would um, probably know that something's off. And, and if that, the person that's suffering doesn't know, then the people around that person know. Mm-hmm. Because the person with PTSD, it's like the pebble in the, in the uh, still pool. Mm-hmm. And it causing this ripple effect. Because if you have PTSD, then you, you, your um, loved ones, the people you're closest to, probably know it. And they're noticing maybe a change in your behavior. 
um, and and then also the people that you work with would as well. But it's really if if you're not going to go and you know you have PTSD and it's it's pretty bad, if you're not going to seek help, then I would hope that your loved ones would um, point you in that direction. That's mm-hmm. uh, actually frequently in our in our clinic. By the way, my husband passed away. Uh, oh, I'm years ago. I'm terribly but sorry. That's okay. I got PTSD from it. I'll tell you, but oh. um, <laughs> but. I use my therapy and I, I'm helping myself, mm-hmm. um, which, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> means, which means that it's a good, it, it works for self-help as well. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you know, necessarily need to go see somebody. And that's something I wanted to say too, as sort of as an attachment to this, is that um, if you have uh, acute anxiety, maybe like I would call maybe mild, maybe even moderate PTSD, there's a, a chance in time that you're going to get over it. Like you'll drive by that car accident site and and not get flashbacks. You know, uh, um, there will come a time. But if it was uh, uh, so deeply embedded in your mind I and mean, scarring your mind, um, then you know that you can't get in a car and drive. You can't you know, you're avoiding these areas where it might have happened, um, then it's time to seek help. You were mentioning how there are people who, even though they know they have PTSD, they Mm -hmm. don't get help or they choose not to get help. What happens if a person with PTSD doesn't get help? Yeah, that's really sad because you, I think you talked about a little bit, there's this whole stigma around um, anything to do with our minds. It's like if, you, if you're if mm-hmm. you in a car accident and break your leg, everyone's like, oh, yeah, we've got to go through therapy and everything. But if you're in a car accident and break your mind, you know, it's like, oh, you're weird. It, yeah. It's, um, you know, it, it's so, um, that's so off. That's something that really needs to be corrected. You, I listened to you in the earlier blog. It's like, you're weak. No, you're not. Our bodies are resilient and can um, have tremendous healing powers. And um, here's a tip. Our minds are too. Mm-hmm. Our minds can get um, wounded, but they can yeah. heal. And uh, um, we can heal them on our own. Or if it's really bad, then it helps to go. Just like you go to a doctor to set your leg, you're not going to set it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? So you want to go to somebody, a counselor, somebody mm-hmm. that can help you walk through the steps to help get you right. back uh, on the road to a healthy mind. And one other thing, I'm, um, my, my buddy and uh, colleague Phil Zimbardo and I, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, we really hate that last word, disorder. Mm-hmm. We wish that people would just call it PTS. It's post, post-trauma, post it's after a trauma, and there's stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a disorder. It's not It's not um, an in, an illness, right. a mental illness. It's a mental yeah. injury, yeah. And, and we can get better. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Rosemary. I, that clarification definitely helped us, and I think it's an important clarification. But unfortunately, we are running out of time. Okay. But we'll continue our conversation in the next portion of the show. Audience, make sure to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, blogs, and more. I'm Katie Chu. And I'm Brigitte Gia. 
Learn more about Rosemary and her work at timeperspectivetherapy.org, thetimecure.com, livingandlovingbetter.com, discoveraidas.com, and thetimeparadox.com. And make sure to search for Rosemary Sword on Psychology Today as well to read some of her articles and get acquainted with her work. Uh, Also, audience, if you are a fan of baseball and live in Northern California, Be The Star You Are has been chosen as the game charity for the June 15th baseball game between the Oakland A's and the Los Angeles Angels. Tickets are tax-deductible and discounted to only $34 for second-tier field seats. So make sure you visit our charity site at bethestarur.org slash events to buy your tickets today and help support us. Stay right here with us as we continue our discussion on overcoming PTS, post-traumatic stress. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Brigitte Gia, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. For this edition of Express Yourself, we are continuing our hour on the recovery process and route towards overcoming post-traumatic stress. And I'm Katie Chu. Back with us today is co-developer of Time Perspective Therapy and trauma recovery expert, Rosemary Sword. Time Perspective Therapy, TPT, is an evolution of cognitive behavioral therapy, a goal-oriented talk therapy. A large part of this evolution is the fast, easy, and effective way TPT works in clinical settings, as well as a self-help tool. It helps one gain balance in every aspect of their life, as an individual, in significant relationships, socially, and in school and the workplace. TPT switches the focus from past to present, from negative to positive, clearing the pathway for the best yet to come, the future. TPT has proven effective for a wide range of people, from seasoned war veterans to survivors of accidents, assault, abuse, and neglect, to individuals, couples, and families searching for a new way to handle the ever-increasing stress of day-to-day life and problematic situations. And with that, let's bring Rosemary back onto the show. Hi, Rosemary. Hi. Hi, Katie. (laughs) 
Well, you know, we just kind of heard a summary of your specialty, time perspective therapy. And I was just wondering, what specifically is, from your perspective, time perspective therapy? Well, you just covered it beautifully. (laughs) You really did. Um, It it falls under the umbrella of uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. It is a talk therapy, meaning, you know, there's no medications involved or anything like that. It doesn't really use devices uh, like um, virtual reality therapy, which is something sort of new. Actually, we came out at about the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all working with people through conversation and and um it sounds hard but really making goals you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah and to i guess to establish that that timeline and you know i think i think that's incredibly important is the communication aspect because sometimes you you do need to just let it go verbally and to to kind of you know breathe it all out um yes. but Rosemary, in the first segment, I, I know you spoke about working with um, people who were afflicted with post-traumatic stress, and mm-hmm. uh, you discussed with them, kind of, you know, were able to establish a connection with them and gradually uh, open their perspective up a little bit and, you know, allow them to speak up in a safe space that uh, is your workspace. And so... You know, I wanted to ask about that process and maybe how how long does it take and what do you do to kind of help your patients open up more? Well, I think um, rapport is like the number one thing that any uh, therapist worth their salt or counselor um, would uh, want to bring to the table as far as um, uh, this vocation that we have. Mm-hmm. So that's important and trust. You know, things aren't going beyond this, the walls of this room, um, and you can say whatever you want, you're safe. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that, that's something that needs to be built on. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. as, far, as far as, like, time perspective therapy goes, let's say somebody comes in um, because they've, they've been in a car accident or something traumatic has happened. You do want to talk about the past and the, that the trauma you want to really get all of that out because that's it's a past negative it's you want to um hear every aspect of it uh from the person it's like uh like a relief and a release absolutely yeah then you start building on actually um positive experiences that they've had in the past uh to help them um draw upon those like a little treasure chest of positive experiences that have happened in the past whenever that negativity the past negative or the trauma comes into their mind it's just retraining our brain um that's the first step in time perspective therapy working with someone uh that's suffering from ptsd yeah i mean from the way you're describing it time perspective therapy does seem and compared to other options today, kind of new and definitely uh, more open and maybe trust, um, relying on trust as far as therapies go. But, you know, over the past decades, a lot of therapies and medications have um, been developed and used on people who are suffering from this condition. But what brought you to time perspective therapy I know you're a co-developer of it but Mm -hmm. what kind of 
started the idea and what made you really believe in it? Okay. Well, um, my husband and I were practicing positive psychology and cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, Also, I'm part Hawaiian and was uh, trained in Ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian psychology. It's about forgiveness and healing. So these were things that we were using in our clinic. And then um, uh, we um, met up with um, Philip Zimbardo, who is arguably the most famous psycho- living psychologist today. Mm-hmm. And he, wow. he, he wrote a, a book called um, The Time Paradox. And we uh, met him and read the book and, and uh, discussed with him um, the possibility of us turning into, in, turning his thera- theory, excuse me, time perspective theory into a therapy. And we did and had a lot of support from him, told him that it was working. And then he sent some researchers over to actually live with us, these young young students from um, the Bay Area. And they lived with us for a while and kind of sat in on sessions and gave a bunch of tests to our um, we, we chose 30-plus uh, uh, season war veterans um, who had really extreme PTSD, and we thought if it could work on these guys, it can work on anybody, mm-hmm. and and it did. I mean, the, the study results, it was a four-year study, um, that the, the results are in uh, the Time Cure mm-hmm. book, um, were really amazing. Uh, it brought down their depression incredibly and their stress and their anxiety. It was just amazing. So we thought, too, if, if it works for these seasoned war veterans, then it can work for anybody suffering from just depression or mm-hmm. just anxiety or the day-to-day struggles in life. It works for everybody. It works across the spectrum. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, and the rest is kind of history. You know, we're uh, training people. And <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's it's incredible history and it's in, an incredible present. And thank you so much for <laughs> establishing that. And, um, and, you know, it's just it's just the I think that the unconditional positive regard is is the term mm-hmm. right that I think that aspect of it is mm-hmm. something that I feel like from hearing you speak and from from reading a bit more in it I guess that is sort of one of the main factors that helps people really recover the, the mm-hmm. knowledge that they won't be judged and they have a yeah like a safe space yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and you know I wanted to ask as well uh, Rosemary do you have to go to a therapist for because I know in the last segment uh, you spoke about maybe if you have acute anxiety for example Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can take some time on your own and help yourself find uh, the path back to maybe your own normalcy and so Mm -hmm. do you need to go to a therapist to you know, have time perspective therapy uh, sort of work on whatever you're experiencing? Not necessarily. um, People can heal themselves. Uh, I have this thing that I wrote called um, the Time Cure Therapist Guidebook. Mm -hmm. And in it, there are like six sessions that a therapist would use um, to help a person overcome PTSD, but I we give that out freely to anybody that uh, they just have to contact me at our website and and you can have that and and practice that on your own. It's 
definitely possible to practice time perspective therapy uh, as a self-help uh, and use it as a self-help tool. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the last segment, you were mentioning how, you know, you've been working through your, you know, your experiences too. And I was mm-hmm. wondering with, you know, trying your own therapy, you know, by with yourself, have, have you changed, has it changed your thought on the therapy or just on um, PTS mm-hmm. <laughs> itself? Um, actually, I've always had great respect for PTS. I mean, because it, it's it, it it happens and it happens. It can happen to anybody. In one minute, you're fine, and the next minute, you are not, and you are a changed person. And uh, for myself, it was a matter of. Um, uh, after um, the initial shock and grief that I was going through of revisiting the steps uh, to um, stop isolating myself or, or, you know, being so, I was just in this pit of despair and depression. My husband was my partner, my writing partner, my traveling, I mean, everything. We had so many plans. Our youngest daughter just was just going off to college and we were going to go, yippee. And, and it didn't happen. Um, he got cancer and died. Oh so for myself, I mean, I, quite honestly, that was three years ago and I'm still recovering myself. Uh, he's the one that diagnosed me with PTSD because because of the um just the trauma of, of uh, I was his 24-7 caregiver. Mm-hmm. And there, the last word he uttered was Rose. It's Aww. just, when you think about it, it's just, ugh. Anyway, I don't want to think about it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but for myself, it's, it's um, I know it works. I know uh, TPT works, time perspective therapy works, because I'm more social now. Now in time, that might have mm-hmm. happened anyway. But I'm really grateful that I have the steps to go through. I've talked to other people too that have used it on their own, and um, and it works. It's simple. It's it's just common sense. Mm-hmm. What we found in, in uh, teaching people about uh, TPT, it's like the young the students gra- grasp it right away because they're not polluted in their mind by all these other thoughts of the way life should be. It's just super super simple. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the intuitive nature of it. Uh, Just from hearing you speak more specifically about TPT is definitely something that I, I can see absolutely resonating and you know I'm I'm terribly sorry for your loss and I'm glad you. that you know I'm glad that uh, TPT is helping you kind of self recover as well and mm-hmm. get back sort of on track and you know I wanted to ask about you spoke about the Hawaiian therapeutic uh, method that you've you incorporated into your practice uh, mm-hmm. was that was that a help when you were you know was that beneficial when you were kind of recovering from this process maybe that outlook or that perspective as well yeah that that process really is is um very simple it's it's re it, uh, pono pono. it's really it's realizing that you've done a wrong to somebody mm-hmm. or the earth or anything that you've you know and and recognizing that and then asking forgiveness um and uh and then asking uh, and expressing your love and and giving back in some way very very simple mm-hmm. um, uh, process wow. mm-hmm. absolutely well that's 
That's incredible. And I think <laughs> off air, you, you said, um, you know, all all everybody wants is love. All, mm-hmm. we, all we really want is That's right. that connection. And I mm-hmm. think that everything you've done perfectly reflects that. Well, thank you so much, Rosemary. Thank you for being here with us today and um, giving us all of this incredible information and this beautiful perspective. Uh, this has been an amazing conversation, and thank you so much. Thank uh, you, Katie. Thank you, Brigitte. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Uh, audience, during the break, be sure to check out Rosemary's work at timeperspectivetherapy.org and thetimecure.com, livingandlovingbetter.com, discoveraidas.com, and thetimeparadox.com. And during the break, be sure to also check out our 501c3 literacy and positive media charity at bethestaryouare.org. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Katie Chu. Search for Rosemary Sword on Psychology Today to read some of Rosemary's articles on trauma and recovery. Be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeamRadio.com for more information about our show. When we come back, we'll be returning to our discussion on overcoming PTS. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Brigitte Gia on Express Yourself, and today's hour focuses around trauma recovery and overcoming post-traumatic stress. And I'm Katie Chu. In this next segment of her Art Attack, Brigitte will be going over the utility of art in the trauma recovery process. Hi, Brigitte. Hey guys, it's Brigitte, of course. And yeah, I'll be linking together sort of the post-traumatic stress recovery process and uh, the new art therapy that's come about in recent years and in the past few decades uh, that is now making progress with uh, war veterans and uh, individuals who have gone through Uh, episodes of trauma or events that have caused them trauma. And I personally think that art therapy 
maybe has always kind of been around because people have always used art as a means of communicating their feelings and um, pushing anything that needs to be let out out into the open. And now we've got a name for it and a bit more perhaps uh, scientific evidence and backing that has uh, served to push art therapy and the usage of art in dealing with trauma to the forefront of the therapeutic and psychiatric world. So developments in neurobiology and post-traumatic stress uh, have built a lot of evidence for the effectiveness of art therapy for post-traumatic stress. Uh, there's been more, right now I think we're, we're kind of in the peak of the neuroscientific development era. Uh, so we're making a lot of discoveries on that front. We're definitely seeing a lot of progress in brain studies and specifically going into the nitty-gritty of looking at people's brains through different scans and uh, there's there's many different acronyms for, for all of the scans that can show scientists what's going on in your brain. And because we can now see a more, a clearer view of how our minds work uh, through scientific scans of the brain and new technologies, we're able to see exactly how art can help people recover from traumatic events in a way that maybe verbally uh, is a little more difficult. And so just to define art therapy and what exactly it's become in the, in the past few years, uh, art therapy is the usage of mediums like drawing, painting, and sculpture, coloring. So traditional art mediums that have been used for <laughs> centuries and centuries to express human thoughts and ideas. Uh, and it's the usage of this these mediums to provide therapeutic outlets uh, for individuals who are suffering from stress when words maybe fail to describe emotions and afflictions and pain that one is experiencing. And so recently there's been the rise of sort of trained, these trained art therapists, these licensed therapists who are using uh, these mediums as a way to aid patients in the recovery process through through art. And it's, it's growing in popularity and it's growing in, maybe not growing in effectiveness, but definitely growing in terms of uh, how visible the effectiveness is. Uh, we have social media nowadays and we have blogs and we have articles. And so a lot of patients who have utilized art therapy to help set themselves on the right track uh, towards recovery are now blogging about their experience with art therapy or writing about it, having it published, uh, writing books, that sort of thing, documenting their experience with the method of recovery, uh, which has definitely served to push art therapy and this usage of art towards, again, the forefront of the psychological and therapeutic community. And so a lot of ways uh, have been developed to utilize art to recover. Of course, there's the, tr the traditional method of maybe just, you know, drawing or painting or sculpting everything out there. So just taking a blank canvas or a, a piece of clay and, you know, going at it, <laughs> really, really relieving yourself and relieving your stress and your pain and your emotions through your art and through sort of the usage of your hands to mold your emotions into something that is concrete. 
And nowadays, art therapists are also advocating for the use of collages, uh, sort of as maybe vision boards for individuals who are uh, afflicted with post-traumatic stress uh, to kind of identify their inner strengths and their recovery paths, their goals. I know that Rosemary was talking about sort of setting these goals. And I think the idea of these collages is really maybe to create a visual representation of your goals and, you know, your strengths so that verbally maybe you don't have to remind yourself as much or maybe there is this additional visual aid that will help you keep in mind what you're working towards and what you have on your side. And so this is, you know, collages and those sort of vision boards are definitely a reminder of the individual's progress in dealing with trauma. And they serve also as encouragement and support for patients without the need for a constant verbal presence uh, or a constant otherly presence from maybe a therapist or a close friend. Uh, Maybe your therapist has other appointments or your close friend is busy and you need that reminder, but you don't have that other verbal source of reliance. So the collage that maybe you've put on your wall is something that will stay there and will hopefully be at least somewhat of a reminder that, hey, you're going through this, but you're going to get through it. And you have these strengths, you have these goals, this is what you're working towards. And so I think uh, just maybe from from a bit of an outsider's perspective, of course, because I am definitely not a trained art therapist, I think maybe that's one of the key factors into the effectiveness of collages and this new uh, method of treating post-traumatic stress. And so, you know, another more um, sort of scientific sort of point of evidence for this art therapy is that um, that sort of divide between your implicit and explicit memories. And so holding that pen and regaining control over your, your body when anxiety and stress attacks and all of these horrible, horrible things are afflicting you can really give you that regained sense of purpose. And Katie, I know that you've done some research on working as a psychiatrist and sort of pursuing that sort of career. Do you think there's any possibility for maybe, I was thinking about maybe an artist could go into psychology. How easy would it be to make that transition? I think... You know, I have actually, there are, the, there is an occupation of art therapists, you know, a separate occupation from different kinds of therapists. For example, we talk, we spoke with Rosemary and she's a time perspective therapist. And for every therapy, there's an occupation, you know, related to it and specific for it. And I think, you know, you were mentioning how uh, effective art therapy can be and Although I haven't suffered from um, post-traumatic stress, you know, even the college process, of course, you and I both know, has its (laughs) stressful moments. And I remember during those few months, I actually suddenly began drawing and I just have a couple notebooks of drawing in my (laughs) my room just randomly. But yeah, I think art 
therapy is something that could definitely grow. But um, thank you so much, Bridget. That was an amazing segment. With that, it's time to say farewell. We give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, A-Rod. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Katie Chu. And I'm Brigitte Chia. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to our main site at bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be strong in the face of trauma, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine between the lines if you would let yourself